0: When you have this expectation that you need to pay a retained employee to manage your seo or you're not going to perform that can be a really tough pill to swallow welcome back to duo on air i'm abby and i'm courtney and we're the x agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the duo and duo collective our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in seo social media strategy and branding This is episode number 76, and today I am spilling the beans on how I feel about SEO retainer packages, why I don't offer them, and what truly matters when it comes to managing your own SEO maintenance. And if you hang out with me until the end, I am giving you a free cheat sheet, little worksheet that you can use to manage all of these metrics so that you can start tracking them and feel more confident in your SEO growth month over month, quarter over quarter, year over year. So this is a topic, if you are a client of mine, if you've worked with us, if you've listened to me for a while, this is a topic that I feel incredibly passionate about. And I'm not just talking about SEO because I am talking about the overall monthly retainer kind of managing or expectation of your SEO. And this is because I know that when you are running your own business, especially in the first few years, you need to be super smart about how you spend your dollars. And when you have this expectation that you need to pay a retained employee to manage your SEO or you're not gonna perform, that can be a really tough pill to swallow. And the other side of it is that I've talked to so many people who come out of those relationships disappointed, upset, or just this fear-based mindset that they can never understand SEO for themselves. And I never want you to feel that way. I never want you to feel like someone is way smarter than you because of their understanding of SEO or because of the technical jargon they use that's just complete crap. (laughs) There are so many ways that you can understand your own SEO, even if you're not going to do it. Outsourcing can still be the right solution, but you should still feel confident in understanding these metrics that I'm going to talk about and why they matter for your business. This doesn't need to be allotted to an SEO specialist. This is something that you should understand and start to track. So before I even get into what metrics you need to understand and what you need to track from time to time, I first want to talk about why I don't offer monthly retainers, because I get this question all the time, and it's how typical SEO agencies work. They work on a retainer basis. I only focus on organic SEO. As you guys know, listening to this podcast, I do not offer any solutions in terms of paid strategies. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't think paid strategies don't work. They do, they absolutely work. And I think there is a time and a place to use paid ads. And even a really good paid ad specialist will tell you the same thing, that you are not ready for paid ads until you have a foundation of content and data first. If your organic SEO isn't working, your paid SEO isn't gonna work either. You need to have that foundation in place. And that is why I focus solely on organic, because I want to help you build that foundation. I want you to feel really good about that f- foundation before you go on to make an investment in paid SEO and paid keywords. Another reason I don't offer it is because your core web pages, when I go through and optimize your core web pages or your the main pages of your website, being like your homepage, your service page, about page, your product page, your category page, blog homepage, all of that. Those pages should work for you unless you are to change the audience you're serving, the product or industry that you're in. If you're making a big shift in terms of like the mission and vision behind your business and your brand overall brand strategy, then yes, we might want to rework some of your SEO but if not, those core pages should be working with you and you don't need me to manage the maintenance on them or to track your keyword rankings every month. This is something that I will talk a little bit about in the metrics to make sure that you understand what pages are working for you because you do need your content to work, but you don't need me to manage it. So that is a huge reason why I don't do monthly retainers because I don't believe in you wasting your money. And sadly, there are also a lot of companies out there who offer a lot of really bad advice. And you'll hire monthly retainers or you'll hire one-time help from Fiverr by SEO experts. And then you leave feeling just crappy because you don't know what you got for your money. You're not seeing results and you also don't understand it. So if you scroll all the way back to episode 19, I will link this in the show notes as well, uh, we talked all about bad SEO strategies. And sadly, there's so many bad strategies that people still use. And sometimes people still truly believe in them and they don't actually know that they're bad. And so this is something that you really just need to trust the person that you're leaning into because those strategies it's they can sound smart, but they're just really not going to work very well for you. So let me give you about it. let me give you an example of something that I see quite frequently. So someone might go through, you might hire someone on Fiverr and they might go through your website and write all of your SEO titles and meta descriptions because hey, that's a ranking factor. Google wants you to have the best metadata. And I talk all about if metadata is going right over your head, I talk all about this in episode 62. So you can dig into how to write the best metadata for yourself and for your website. So now if someone is going through your website, checking all these boxes, great, I'm writing all the SEO titles, I'm writing all the meta descriptions, that's awesome. But if you're filling out all of this information without the right keywords, they're not going to do anything for you. So I see this all the time where people fill out an SEO title and they do page name, brand name. For example, it would be like home, duo collective, services, duo collective, blog, duo collective. Sure, the SEO titles are all filled out. You're not gonna get an SEO error because of it, but that's not gonna drive me any traffic. If I change my keywords on those services page instead to read organic marketing services, that's going to drive more traffic to me than just services by Duo Collective. So this is something that sadly, when we put our money towards some of these low monthly retainer projects, you're not getting the best performance because things aren't, are just being completed at the bare minimum. They're not being completed at the best possible way or standard. So That's another reason why I just don't offer monthly retainers because I believe that a one-time overhaul and audit of your website is truly going to benefit you more in the long run. And now you have the foundation that your business can really start to capitalize on. So are there things you can do monthly? Absolutely. There are certain instances where it can be really good to have a monthly SEO person helping you. And that could be if you're dropping products every month, if you're adding new content, like blog content every single month, if you have a strong backlink outreach strategy, those are all things where having a monthly person there for you to help do that and execute on it is super important, but you also need to understand why you're doing it. Just hiring someone to help you with SEO without understanding the why behind it is a huge red flag and might end up leading to giving you poor results or not seeing performance because of it. So before I jump into all of these metrics that I want you to start understanding and measuring for your own business from time to time. I, it would be silly if I didn't help my clients after I finished an audit for them. So I do absolutely jump in and do maintenance when needed for my clients, but I don't do it on a monthly or retainer basis. And that's because organic SEO takes time. It's going to take time to see results. And if I'm looking at this weekly or even monthly, sometimes you're not going to see, or you're not going to understand the best use of your data things can change drastically. And by looking at it at quarter, at a quarterly basis, you get a higher level view of what's happening versus having a small little nugget of data send you off course. So I absolutely do love working with past clients and helping them. It's just not something I do on a monthly retainer basis. So I could talk about this topic on end and all of my clients who are listening to this are probably nodding their head like, yep, I get it. So I am going to move on, but I hope that this helps just kind of empower you to figuring out how SEO can work in your business, whether you are DIYing it, hiring an expert. But if you are doing any sort of SEO retainer, monthly package i truly want you to understand what is being done and why it's being done and how you can do that is by understanding these metrics in your business and when you understand them then you can understand what you need to do to drive them home so let's talk about all of these different recommendations that i think you should check in on from time to time i'm not going to give you a specific date I'm not going to say you have to do it quarterly, you have to do it monthly, but I want you to choose. I want you to choose based on your output of what you're doing and then determining how often you should check. So are you going to check quarterly? Are you going to check twice a year? Just set that goal for yourself and then here are the different things that I want you to feel comfortable checking. The first one is Google Search Console just simply digesting your monthly insights report is a really good idea and it's a really great start so google search console if you have that set up will send you monthly insights on your performance letting you know what's trending what keywords are performing how your content is performing and all of that so even just reading those emails each month is a really good step to understanding your content what i really like to look at on a quarterly basis is one, what pieces of content are performing the best? Meaning blog posts, core pages like service pages, maybe product pages or category pages. So what pieces of content are performing the best in terms of traffic and engagement? Like how much time are people spending on these pages? I also like to look at what keywords are trending. So what keywords are people using to not only show up? Am I showing up on those pages on those search pages, but are people also clicking? And then finally, I want to use this tool to help understand if there's any indexing errors. So this is where you can see if you have any broken links, if you have any problems that need addressing and this tool will kind of guide you through what that process is. Number two is doing a high level audit of your website. So you can use tools like Suggest, which is really great for this. I typically suggest Suggest for a lot of my clients because it is really affordable and it's a great tool to just put your own website into your project and then have it email you each. It actually emails you each month if you have that um, notification ticked on to let you know what errors are popping up time and time again. And then you can go through and update things as they pop through. So looking at high-level audits will help identify things like your SEO titles, your meta descriptions, if any URLs have issues, if you have broken links, if something's going on with your page speed. So there's so many different metrics that it can catch, and this can be really helpful just to stay up to date with anything that's going on on your website. Sometimes it can be as simple as, hey, I wrote a blog post last week, and i clearly I forgot to update my SEO title and meta description because now it's showing up as an error. So it can help catch those little things that you might have missed throughout the process. Now, the third thing I want you to understand is a very, very important one. And these are your SEO metrics. I want you to be tracking your SEO metrics on a quarterly, biannually, whatever it is basis to make sure that you are growing from an SEO perspective. So in episode 69, I talked all about the breakdown of my SEO process, but I specifically break down what four different metrics I look at and why they're important. The four metrics are keywords indexed, your organic search traffic, how many backlinks you have, and your domain authority. So if those metrics don't mean anything to you right now, I highly encourage you to go back to episode 69 and listen to that, where I break down what each metric means and why it's important. But at the end of the day, these are your numbers and you should know them intimately when it comes to your business, because these numbers should be growing quarter over quarter, depending on what your goals are, which we will talk about your goals in just a second the fourth thing i want you to be checking in on every once in a while is your competition just be aware of how they're growing look at those seo metrics for your competitors just like you look at them for you are they growing in their organic search traffic are they growing in their backlinks what are they focusing on and where do you need to be focused on in order to outrank them so just having a good understanding and a layout of what your competition is doing is going to be really important. Number five is all about creating new content. So when you're looking at metrics, like in your Google search console, you want to understand what types of content are performing best. Now I want you to take that understanding and I want you to apply that to new content. What can you be doing to create new content? That's capitalizing on that traffic what is working and now start ideating new keywords and new research around those topics to help really capitalize on it again making sure that it's aligned to your business and your mission and your vision and all of that and finally the last thing that i want you to be doing when you are doing maintenance for your own seo is to realign on your seo goals So you should have goals in understanding, especially if you're focusing on your SEO, you should have goals that you're striving towards because just seeing these metrics grow isn't going to help you focus on what you should be doing because these metrics aren't gonna grow unless you do something each month and you need goals to really give you that motivation to do it, right? So I'll give you a few ideas of different things that you can set goals for. One is, If you want to index for more keywords and drive traffic, maybe your goal is that eventually you want your website to generate ad ad revenue. And if your website is generating ad revenue, that is a whole different source of income for you. So you're going to start creating more blog content in order to do index for more keywords and drive that traffic. That is an actionable goal for your business. Maybe you want to grow your own brand awareness and your authority by being featured in different articles, press, securing those backlinks is going to be super important for you, meaning you should be watching that backlink metric grow and you should be setting a goal of, I'm going to appear on this many podcasts a month. I am going to be featured in these press articles. I'm going to reach out to these publications to get featured. Whatever that is, you should be setting that goal. Another goal could be, hey, I want to show up on page one of Google for this keyword. Then I want you to be tracking that keyword. I want to see how you are changing month after month and how Google is seeing you as authoritative on that topic. And finally, maybe you have this goal that you need to grow locally. You want to rank higher in maps. So then maybe your goal from an SEO strategy approach is going to be generating more reviews for your Google business profile. And then that should be a huge priority for you, determining how many reviews am I going to capture each month? So really, you need to understand and align on your SEO goals so that you know what you're doing month to month to watch these metrics grow. So whatever your goals are, and if your head is kind of spinning right now and you're not really sure how to digest all of this information or what goals to create, we have actually made a free worksheet for you to help walk you through all of this. It'll walk you through each of these metrics so you can write in your own data and start tracking your own growth and really just getting more confident and comfortable with your SEO metrics Whether you are doing this or someone else, this is a really great resource that you can use to feel really confident in your own DIYing up your SEO or to feel really confident in the people that you hired to do the SEO for you because they should be accountable for growing these metrics. So as a business owner, being really comfortable with all of this is going to be super important for you. So head over to the show notes. You can snag this freebie in this worksheet and work through these details for yourself. And I am so excited to see what comes out of it. So thank you for listening to another episode of Duo On Air and I'll see you next week. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.